When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The 2024 Royal Rumble is in the books. Where do we go now on the road to WrestleMania? We'll talk about all that as we get into wrestling with history worldwide in the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Hit my music. of choice wrestling nation heard worldwide on vocnation.com the insane clown posse we can't thank all you guys enough whoop, whoop. we understand our audience and we give them what, what we think they would want we're about pleasing the fans road warrior Hannibal <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts the wrestling has changed so much Conan yo this is K-Dog yo with Bowdy Bowdy and Rowdy Rowdy Hall of Fame ring announcer Howard Finkel the brilliance was Bobby Heenan's middle name. Lex Luger. God's giving me a whole new perspective on wrestling and the fans. WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Superfly. Right up, thanks for having me on your radio show from the Jersey Shore. The legendary Diamond Dallas. Voice of choice, wrestling nation. I put my name in, but again, we're just waiting for a phone call. You could be Moroccan, Algerian, Albanian, Greek. This is the best crowd I've ever seen in my entire life. I love cheesecake. I didn't know how to respond to his lunacy. Uh, Malcomania. And I don't think Hollywood's ready for Malcomania. Bubble White Stoop. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Your talk show here that I'm, what I'm doing here is the best one. Jimmy Hart. I've been lucky every day I get up and look in the mirror and pinch myself. The ninth wonder of the world. China. I told Vince, I said, yeah, I'm going to wrestle the guys. And that's how it started. X-Pac. We're wrestlers, and it's still a wrestling show. Mr. Scott Hall. Hey, yo, I want to rock the wrestling world again. OneWrestling.com, Bill After. If it wasn't for Hogan and Vince McMahon, sports entertainment would not be in existence. We have a bushwhacker in the house. G'day, mateys. It's bloody lovely being on your show. MVP. I came up with the MVP concept based on everything that's wrong with pro athletes today. BOC Nation heard worldwide. This right here is the future of wrestling. VOC Nation Wrestling Network, wrestling with history. The voice of choice, Bruce Word. As I'm, I'm recording this podcast while I'm driving a long drive down a long highway. I've been in the car now for about eight hours, and I got another two or three to go. But that's neither here nor there. Coming to you on the heels of the Royal Rumble, the 2024 Royal Rumble from WWE and I have to say you know I've I've not been 
So I'm, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, but the period between maybe 2000, between when I gave up VOC Nation, right? I started VOC Nation. We had hundreds of thousands of people that listened to us on Philadelphia radio every week and all around the world. And then I got out of this around 2014 for my own health and sanity, came back for a little bit, uh, did the uh, mostly historical Looking Back podcast with Ken Resnick and Bill After. But I, I really stopped watching the current product from 2014 through about last year. I've peeked in here and there, but I wasn't a big fan of the modern product. But something happened when Vince McMahon relinquished day-to-day -day control of the creative. Wrestling became interesting again. The storylines made sense. They weren't corny and over the top. And I watched the Royal Rumble and I was excited to watch the Royal Rumble for the first time in many, many years. I always peeked in, but I'm invested. So that's the first thing I have to say. Second thing is, for the first time ever, I came away from a wrestling event thinking much more highly about the women's part of the show than anything else. And I'll tell you why. I know that the fans weren't in to kind of every second of the Women's Royal Rumble. And I heard this, I don't know who it was. It might have been, oh, I, I don't know if it was the Stephen P. New podcast or if it was Sam Roberts, but somebody was talking about how the, the fans were just not into that match. It was kind of flat. I could see that, and, and what they were talking about was that there should have been maybe 20 female superstars as opposed to 30, and I think that's not a bad idea. I think, and not everybody's in love with the idea of using legends, but you could have included Trish Stratus or Lita or some of the women from the past that could still go, right, for a little bit anyway. But I think Triple H is trying to make his mark. Using Legends was very much a Vince McMahon staple for many years in the Royal Rumble. So I think they tried to not overdo it with Legends and Surprises, but I think that they could have trimmed that Royal Rumble down by about 10 and still came off very well. Now, here's what I will say. Jade Cargill, excellent, excellent, excellent way to finally bring her into the fold. And she looks like a star. She has all of the makings to be a game-changing star for the WWE. And AEW blew it. <laughs> Absolutely blew it. Bailey, one of my favorite people in the wrestling business. I met Bailey in 2011, I believe it was, at Big Time Wrestling in Newark, California for a show that they did with a convention. We were out there with, uh, at that time, One Wrestling Radio. Bill Apter and his crew, uh, back when OneWrestling.com was still alive with Bob Ryder and Bill. And we had branded our Philadelphia radio show 
on WNJC 1360, now defunct. We branded it One Wrestling Radio in partnership with uh, with Bill and, and the crew of OneWrestling.com. So we were out there doing a live streaming show from Newark, and I remember this fondly because it was the day that was supposed to be the end of the world. Whatever the end of the Mayan calendar was, 12-21, I, I don't remember, I, it, or maybe it was October of, of 2010 or 2011, but we were out there, we did the show, and there were a few people that caught my eye, and one of them was Bailey. The other one was Malcolm Wildman, who was another story for another day. But Bailey was, uh, her name was Davina Rose in, in uh, new, the, what, it was uh, Big Time Wrestling. Davina Rose, and she was head and shoulders above some of the other performers in that organization at the time. And you could just tell she had what it takes to be a star. And I, I'm kind of sad that we lost touch over all of these years. And uh, ba Bailey, if you have, uh, if if you want to reach back out to me on Twitter, feel free. I I, uh, I would I would love to talk to you about your journey of success from that point to now, because I think that she is the personification of hard work, of dedication, of not letting her dreams go. She, if Triple H said it in the press conference, she was used to get storylines over. She was used as a part of the storyline, but she hasn't been, as Jalen Hurts of the Eagles would say, the main thing. And I'm just so proud to see what she has been able to accomplish, knowing where she came from and uh, the hard worker that she was back uh, all of those years in big time wrestling. So congratulations to Bailey. I, I was a little bit like, I, I saw the end of that match and you could see her waiting to, uh, to eventually, I guess, kick, kick those, uh, kick Jade and the other performer off of the ring apron. You could kind of see that all materializing. And I was, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't the, the smoothest of spots, but I'm so glad they could have gone with Jade, of course, uh, for for that for that win. But I'm so happy that it was Bailey because she deserves it. She is a star, and I I am over the moon that she's going to be part of the main event of WrestleMania. So I think that Women's Royal Rumble was, you know, the talk of the Royal Rumble. I think that that made the show. And for me, you know, I'm not, I'm not somebody that was, you know, over the moon for the divas part of uh, wrestling history. You know, I've, that's just, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I'm a red-blooded male like anybody else in terms of wanting, <laughs> wanting to, to watch. But to me, women's wrestling was never why I turned on the product. Uh, just like I'm not a big fan of the the WNBA. It's just, I mean, everybody likes their own stuff. And um, I'm just, women's sports just doesn't uh, do it for me the same as men's sports does at this point. But I can't say that for wrestling after I watched the Royal Rumble. It was a tremendous product. And I was invested in it the whole time. 
Again, probably could have shed 10, 10 people off of both sides of the Royal Rumble. I'll talk about the men in a second. But very, very happy to see Bailey win. And I'm excited to see uh, the match at WrestleMania. I'm excited to see if she can finish the journey. And apparently this is her first singles match at a WrestleMania. So I think that she absolutely deserves it. And I'd love to see her with an extended run with the WWE Women's title. And I like the fact that the WWE is is um, giving these uh, performers extended runs at the belt. You see that with Gunther. You see that with, um, with Roman Reigns. So that's one thing. Okay, I was not a fan of the four-way match between Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, LA Knight, and AJ Styles. Just, I mean, to me, all four of those guys have their fan base and the fans weren't really over the top for anybody and to me that's what makes a match I like the the over the top face and the over the top heel I'm a child of the 80s you know when when Hulk Hogan used to go in there against Andre the Giant everybody was all in for Hulk all out for Andre and I know those lines blurred in the Attitude Era and you had you know, Austin and The Rock and lots of shades of gray and the cool heels with the NWO. But, I mean, to me, there were too many guys. So four guys in the match that I, I don't love the four-way dances. I think there's a lot of bits and pieces and breaks in the action. So that, 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 wasn't, that wasn't my cup of tea. But I just, I mean... I know everybody is all into L.A. Knight, and, and he's fine. You know, he's a, he's a good performer, you know, decent worker in the ring. He's got the, uh, the fundamentals that he takes from some of the great talkers of our time, the catchphrases. It's kind of fun, but that guy doesn't scream WWE champion to me. He just doesn't. And I, I like the act. I think it's good. That is not the person that I could see unseating Roman Reigns. Same thing with AJ Styles. Again, AJ Styles, one of the best workers in the ring of all time. I mean, he is, he is a generational talent when it comes to being able to work in the ring. But AJ Styles is not somebody that I could see believably ending a three-and-a-half-year championship reign, and Randy Orton. Now, I've spoken on this show about Randy Orton not being, again, a, I mean, he is a star, WWE Hall of Famer. He's won the title a bunch of times, but, again, to borrow from Jalen Hurts from the Eagles, not the main guy. I mean, Randy Orton is not has never been somebody that they've built the organization around. He's always been somebody else. You know, he's been around when Triple H was on top, when John Cena was on top. He was never the top guy. And when he was around by himself and they were, Vince was in this mode of just marketing the brand, Randy never stood out. So I'm not saying he's not a great performer. He's got a great look. He's got a great voice. He's good in the ring. 
he, he works with impact, but Randy Orton is not the guy that you'd use to unseat Roman Reigns. I think those guys you have on your roster, I think it could be CM Punk, and you could say what you want. <laughs> There's a lot of people that love Punk, a lot of people that hate him, but he's believable. He's got the star power. Cody Rhodes. Cody, and it's, it's hard to, you think about calling somebody the future of the business. This guy's 38 years old. I mean, Cody Rhodes is no young, young guy. He's not, he's not like a 25-year-old future of the business. He's, he's 38. His best years, I mean, they could be in front of him. Many people in wrestling have their best years in their 40s. But his best years as a, as a young man are behind him. You know, more aches and pains, I can tell you better than anybody else, start to happen at 40. So Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, those guys I could see unseating Roman Reigns. You know, some people I've heard uh, main event Jay Uso. No, too small, too small. And I'm not, I mean, you could you could challenge me and say, well, Punk and Cody are, are, are small, small-ish, you know, compared to, uh, to, Jay, or, uh, to Roman Reigns, but I, I don't know. I just don't see Jay Uso as a believable, you know, top top flight star. So we'll see what happens. The Rock. Everybody's talked about it. The whole head of the table comment. The Rock is somebody that I think could unseat Roman Reigns. And so many people have said, well, you know, that match doesn't have to be for the title and The Rock's not going to stick around, but really? Is that, is that really true? Because again, The Rock hasn't stuck around because The Rock can make more money in Hollywood. The WWE just got $5 billion from Netflix on this deal. The WWE, as a brand, as an entity, has enough money to pay The Rock for an extended deal that would pay him what he'd make in Hollywood, if they wanted to. I think going into Netflix, going into this deal with Netflix, that might be something you want to do, because The Rock is a crossover star. He'll bring people with him in the door as you're going into this Netflix deal. When you start that journey with Netflix, don't you want the common fan, the uh, casual fan, the casual Netflix viewer to say, oh wow, I love The Rock in this movie or that Black Adam, whatever it is. I'm gonna check this out. He's their champion. I think that The Rock at 52, I think he is, 52 or 53, is still young enough to have a one or a two year run as the WWE champion with Roman chasing him. And I think there's a lot of stories that could be told in that way. And I think you could elevate Jey Uso and Solo Sokoa. They, they love Solo in WWE. And now there's this uh, partnership with TNA, and you got, you got another one of the Anawai family in TNA. I think that opens up possibilities. You all will challenge me at WWHVOC on, uh, on X. You all challenge me and tell me I'm crazy. But I think there's business there 
with The Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. Or you do a three-way match, and Cody's, Cody's in that match. I think, you know, so many fans, pure wrestling fans, want Cody to finish his story. And that's what it's all about. Uh, the whole story, and you've heard this on commentary so many times, is, you know, Cody finishing the story. They built the freaking video game. I was going to curse, so this is a clean podcast. They built the game around Cody finishing his story. And it's like, how will you finish your story on WWE 24? What's your story? So, clearly, they're building towards Cody becoming WWE champion at WrestleMania. I think The Rock will absolutely be involved in some way, shape, or form. He could be the referee. He could be part of why Roman Reigns loses the title. And maybe you set up for a Rock and Roman in SummerSlam. And maybe it's not as the champion, but The Rock is part of the company going into the Netflix deal. I just think, for me, no matter what they do, having The Rock as a featured part of the WWE storylines is important to get the Netflix viewer as you're going in to this partnership in 2025. Just my opinion. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Let's, uh, let me take a break right now so you can hear this special message from Conrad Thompson. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former WCW performer The Maestro, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Bruce Wirtz, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archived free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, the Men's Royal Rumble. So, I, I, as a as a child of the '80s, I loved the Royal Rumble because I had the feeling that anybody could win. Jim Duggan won in '88, and and, and it didn't mean as much back then, right? Didn't mean as much to win the Royal Rumble. It was just another thing. Big John Studd in '89. 
Hulk Hogan won for a couple years. Then you started having like the Bret Hart, Lex Luger thing that they did, Ric Flair dumping over um, uh, Sid and um, Hulk Hogan. I mean, you had you had lots of um, different things along the way, but there were the performers that came in. You just everybody felt like they had a, an opportunity to win. I felt like they ran out mid Carter after mid Carter after mid Carter at this year's Royal Rumble, and and you knew that none of these guys would win. And you could challenge me at WWHVOC and say, well, it's been like that in 2008. It's been like that in 2015. It was like that in 1994. Okay, fine. But I just, you know, I, I want to say figuratively, I didn't literally fall asleep, but I kind of fell asleep on the match and I was like, wake me up until the end. No real surprises. I mean, um, I think in the Women's Royal Rumble, people loved uh, some of the surprises they had there. Certainly the Jade Cargill surprise was among the tops. Uh, you know, the, the partnership with TNA, I think that was a, a, a surprise that, um, you know, Trinity came back into the, the fold. Um, so uh, the Knockouts champion was, was there. I think that, that led to some surprises. But on the men's side, Andrade's not, I mean, we knew that was happening. Knew that was happening, and, and I, I'm fairly certain that we all knew he wasn't going to win. I would have loved to see The Rock come out, even if you protect him and don't, don't actually have him really mixed up in the action, just have him do his spots. That would have been cool. Uh, call me corny, call me stupid, but you're in Tampa. You've had some appearances lately by Hulk Hogan's. Could you just have him come out and uh, and do the Pat Mac the Pat McAfee spot where he's in and he's out? You know he thinks better of it. Or says leave it to you young guys. But that would have been cool. I think it's all about the surprise entrance music and the whole I don't know just the lore, unforgettable moments. They didn't have that this year. You knew it was kind of come down to CM Punk and Cody Rose at the end felt like they were leading up to that and uh, I, I, I don't know it just was kind of milk toast vanilla to me the way it all ended up happening now the worst part of this was CM Punk apparently injured his triceps and is going to be out for four to six months so this whole dream Wrestlemania is now completely the landscape changed because Brock, Brock Lesnar uh, did some stupid things, uh, who knows for how long, but for sure he did some stupid things five years ago, uh, and or, or not even, three years ago, as part of this uh, Vince McMahon allegations. And, and I say for sure, I mean, allegedly he did some things, and his name wasn't mentioned, but surely he's implied in this... Uh, this whole ordeal with Vince so he was supposed to be part of the Royal Rumble going to be part obviously of Wrestlemania he's not there now Punk's not there the WWE is all of a sudden they got their work cut out for them to put together two days worth of uh, can't miss action in Philadelphia this was supposed to be the biggest Wrestlemania of all time and it still could be 
but going to be a little bit cha more challenging with Punk and Brock out of the picture. CM Punk, it's uh, February, well, we're going into the month of February. WrestleMania happens at the end of March. The injury, supposedly, is four to six months. Could CM Punk make a miraculous recovery in two months or work with the injury? It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. So uh, that's that's unfortunate. Seth Rollins also nursing an injury. The WWE is um, it's like a professional athlete that's injured at, at just the worst time. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how this shakes up the card. You know the plans. Triple H has his work cut out for him, but. Um, I, I think that what you're absolutely going to see now, if not before, and if not always, was Cody Rhodes is going to unseat Roman Reigns for the championship. I would be shocked if that's not the case, and having him finish his story. And then you'll open up some storylines going into the summer and going into uh, next year's WrestleMania and then next year's deal with Netflix. So we'll see what happens with The Rock. We'll see how he fits into the plans. We'll see what happens with the injury to CM Punk. We'll see what happens with the ongoing saga with uh, Vince McMahon and Brock Lesnar and whoever else gets named in this, in this lawsuit. It's really, really unfortunate that these people acted so, so disgustingly and so stupid. And that is the, the balls of people. Even if you thought this person was along for the ride, to do these heinous things. And, and again, as a father to a daughter, I don't condone any of this. Because I think that if, again, if Vince's whole thing is that she was a willing participant and she, you know, signed up for this, a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of thing. I think it's still heinous and disgusting because he's taking advantage of somebody that was only involved because they were down on their luck. And I've heard both sides of the arguments here. But the, the fact that so many people, so many other people were involved, I just, it, it hurts my heart for the sake of humanity. And, um, you know, we might never see Brock Lesnar again. You think of all the other people that hang around Vince McMahon, his friends, that could have been part of this, and um, I just hope it doesn't affect some of the things that we like uh, watching. I mean, it's, it's, uh, this could completely rock the pro wrestling world and a bunch of people that just made horrible decisions, and it'll play out front of our eyes in real time. That's it for me. I appreciate you taking a listen for about 30 minutes for the WWE 24, 20, 20, uh, the 2024 WWE Royal Rumble recap right here on Wrestling With History exclusively in the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Please subscribe to our podcast exclusively on the VOC Nation feed. Spotify, Stitcher, it's, it's such a habit. Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review. Please do that. That helps to spread the word and grow the podcast and the podcasts on VOC Nation. And 
That's it. Follow us on Twitter, X, at VOC Nation for the network and at WWH VOC for this show, which is the only thing that I care of. And I'll talk to you next time. Uh, hopefully tomorrow will be here with me when we talk again. we got some great stuff planned. Action figure reviews of classic Royal Rumble watch-alongs. It's, uh, it's all coming at you in the next couple weeks. And for now, hit my theme music. American Dream. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Heard worldwide. RBOCNation.com. The Insane Clown Posse. We can't thank all you guys enough. Whoop, whoop. We understand our audience, and we give them what, what we think they would want. We're about pleasing the fans. Road Warrior Hannibal. <laughs> Jake, the Snake Roberts. The wrestling has changed so much. Conan. Yo, this is K-Dog. Yo, with Bowdy Bowdy and Rowdy Rowdy. Hall of Fame ring announcer, Howard Finkel. Brilliance was Bobby Heenan's middle name. Lex Luger. God's giving me a whole new perspective on wrestling and the fans. WWE Hall of Famer, Jimmy Superfly. What up? Thanks for having me on your radio show from the Jersey Shore. The legendary Diamond Dallas. Bang! Voice of choice, Wrestling Nation. I put my name in, but again, we're just waiting for a phone call. You could be Moroccan, Algerian, Albanian, Greek. This is the best crowd I've ever seen in my entire life. I love cheesecake. I didn't know how to respond to his lunacy. Uh, Malcomania. And I don't think Hollywood's ready for Malcomania. Bubble wait, Stu. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Your talk show here that I'm, what I'm doing here is the best one. Jimmy Hart. I've been lucky every day I get up and look in the mirror and pinch myself. The ninth wonder of the world, China. I told Vince, I said, yeah, I'm going to wrestle the guys. And that's how it started. X-Pac. We're wrestlers, and it's still a wrestling show. Mr. Scott Hall. Hey, yo, I want to rock the wrestling world again. OneWrestling.com, Bill After. If it wasn't for Hogan and Vince McMahon, sports entertainment would not be in existence. We have a bushwhacker in the house. G'day, mateys. It's bloody lovely being on your show. MVP. I came up with the MVP concept based on everything that's wrong with pro athletes today. BOC Nation. Heard worldwide. This right here is the future of wrestling.